Welcome to Cuyamaca Conversations. My name is Harrison Biggers. I'm a Cuyamaca College student, and I'm also in the music industry's class. And today I'm going to be speaking with Corey Clemens. Corey is a San Diego-based singer-songwriter and has just released an album called Into. The music we have just listened to is off that album, and that song is One Time Daydream. Hey, Corey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Great to have you. Uh, so getting into this topic about about you and your uh, new album, tell us a little bit about your background first. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what, what do you do? Where'd you grow up? And like, what got you into music? Yeah, yeah, of course. So I grew up, I was born in 1998, 22. Hey, yo. Grew up in San Diego. Uh, I'm born and raised in San Diego. I've never lived anywhere else. Um, I was raised around the Alpine area. It's on the, the 8 East, pretty far out towards, uh, towards Pine Valley-ish area. Um, but I now currently live in Bonita, so that's nice. But um, I'm going to school at San Diego State currently. I'm studying computer engineering and um really just how i got into music was hearing you know what my parents were listening to but at the same time kind of getting my own taste from that and hearing things that i think i became obsessed with songs that made me feel a certain way and i was really interested in why they made me feel that way and i would listen to them over and over um so that was kind of what made me obsessed with music in the first place is just you know way that songs can kind of make you feel and then I kind of took that in my own hands and tried to replicate those things on guitar or just learn songs that I loved. Yeah, Lear- songs that I would play on repeat on my phone. I would, I would be obsessed with learning them on guitar. So that's kind of how I got into you know, music. I got guitar lessons, um, which didn't last more than a month yeah i i stopped that and just became self-taught which isn't you know theory aside is not the best way to learn but i was more interested in the feeling of the songs that i really plenty of people learn that way yeah yeah so that's at least that's how it started you know and then the the more theory came in later but um yeah i I was you know born and raised san diego you know listening to you know what it was kind of popular around the era of when i was growing up with my parents but um my mom listened to a lot of you know new wave old stuff so i got kind of got that from her and then my dad listened to a lot of the 90s stuff like smashing pumpkins and all that stuff i got yeah. into that but um yeah really how i got into music was just you know the feelings that, that certain chord progressions give you or or certain sections of songs that i would just be obsessed with and you know why during this certain part of the song do i get goosebumps or like why you know you know why yeah, do i course. feel that's you like know, so that's a super a, cool way to get into it too a lot of people don't get into it for that reason right right usually that reason comes on later yeah yeah i and i it's this weird thing i always think about it's just like man I, I remember being young and having like my ipod nano like the tiny little square ipod and yeah. having like led zeppelin songs on there when I before like I, I would even conversate about these like types of music to people around like I know a lot of people my age weren't really listening to music, but I would just keep my headphones in and just play like Cashmere by Led of Zeppelin course. was was when I would play over and over and over again and there were certain parts of it that just like why you know why is it so good <laughs> I'd know? always daydream about like a like I never I still haven't learned it to this day but I've always daydreamed about playing 
10 years gone by led zeppelin uh-huh. like the guitar in that song yeah it's so good like i know what you mean just listening to it over and over yeah and then and then being like wow like i, I need to play that well, and like, then you know go ahead what age were you when you like picked up a guitar and when you like started noticing this kind of stuff and wanting to do that um so i would say middle school definitely middle school because in high school me, yeah. yeah in high school you know i started to actually take guitar classes um freshman year yeah and and um you know, I, I wasn't, so when I went into high school, I already had, knew how to play guitar. So I'm pretty sure it was in middle school. And, um, yeah, I just, I just, it, it, you know, as you learn every single song that you could possibly want to learn and eventually get to a point where you just want to start making your own stuff. You You've do. learned enough of about course. guitar. You've learned enough about chord progressions that make you feel good <laughs> and, you know, major to minors or like things that make you sound, that feel good. So you learn enough about those things and you get your own taste in the kind of in the back of your head you like acquire this taste over the years and then you start branching out into your own stuff and you know eventually it gets kind of boring i didn't say boring but it gets kind of i'd say you're wasting your own potential when you're playing only other people's music i definitely i'd say so because like once you've been playing for so long you kind of develop the want or the need like you said to like create your own yeah and it kind of just comes, but a lot of people, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they're just satisfied with playing other people's music. It's just a hobby. Right. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Right. And I, I know that that's something we'll touch on later, <clears throat> you know, like performance versus just creating music or putting it together versus being a performer. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think that over time I just found that I wanted to find out more about these effects that people had on me like how could i have those <laughs> yeah. effects on people too you know that's, yeah so that's really how i started with music was just man i i guess just obsessing over certain bands and i i don't know how i got to like those certain bands um or that taste or that time zone i think anybody can can agree that if you if you really are in, passionate about music then you like all the music that historically has brought music to where it is today like yeah, you always find something in that genre. Right, right. There's always gonna. That, you're like, always going. You. you can always, even if you don't listen to it. Like right now, I don't say I listen to a lot of the older music, but I appreciate. I used to, and I appreciate that music for like. Yeah, that's pretty much the basis of why I got into music. Exactly. So yeah, I would say that's why I got into music, and now I have. You know, that's where my taste came from. So now I'm just trying to replicate the things that I, <laughs> I all the things that I've learned over the, maybe the past. 10 years you know putting all your influences into it right subconsciously dumping it all into one bucket Uh uh-huh yeah Yeah. and like it's subconscious you know you don't try to copy artists but you do gravitate towards things that you like oh yeah you take your top five bands and like because you ask artists like i'm gonna ask you like what do you think like your album sounds like the most well you pick your top five favorite bands and usually that's what that artist is gonna sound like and that's not a bad thing at all that's just like our influences subconsciously coming in and yeah. like playing their role and stuff. Yeah, you're not trying to copy anything. If anything, it's more of like a homage or like a like it's it's just like this never ending cycle of of the people that I listen to today mm-hmm. grew up listening to stuff, and the people they listen to grew up listening to stuff. It's a never ending yeah. chain where it's just like this kind of like perpetual. Everybody's giving each other this taste, and it's kind of like okay, now I maybe I'm the one that's gonna carry that taste on 
to somebody who listens to it later and then wow i like this taste and they carry it on to you know so yeah. it's kind of like this it's a never-ending chain right, cycle right, right of just subconscious like um i guess you call it like influence of you know just naturally what you like to listen to it is yeah that's what it all melts together mm, yeah but um so moving on into uh i really want to talk about your your album into it came out not too long ago when did it come out what was the exact date you don't remember? I don't remember. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't either. I believe it came out April, though. Yeah, it was definitely April. Um, I was in school. I know that. I was studying in the middle of all my studies, and I would... Um, it just felt like I needed to do it. Oh, yeah. Um, Honestly, like, let me just say, like, I really liked the album. Like, I appreciate there's, that. Like, I could hear so much emotion in it, and I know you've already told me there's so much emotion in it, it's like deep in there and i know you made it like all on your own and it's like something very special to you and like i can tell that too just by just by hearing it like uh a lot of the songs are i I think they're great and um yeah i just wanted to know like your writing process with that kind of music and with that with those songs you have what is your writing process when it like comes down to it do you just sit down in your chair like uh think about it or do they just come to you and you yeah so this is like the first time i ever tried to maybe put like a bigger overarching idea on like a collection of songs so i think the idea for most of the songs before this were just you know i i find progressions that i like and then usually i'm a really melody based guy so i like i love to find melodies and put them on top of what could be super simple chord progressions to people um that's what really i think like a lot of feeling comes from is like the way a melody moves over the top of chord progressions Mm -hmm. um so i would usually start off by just having a chord progression um either on the guitar or on the keys just jamming and find a, a, a chord progression that i thought sounded good and also that i thought didn't sound like a lot of things that like i couldn't match it to something i if yeah. i heard the chord progression i can oh that sounds like this song or this song because that totally kind of unmotivates me so first i would kind of just get a chord progression put a melody over it and then honestly just stack on top of it like a solo you know recording artist would do is just you just kind of have an initial stem and then you kind of just like build and stack 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 on top of it but this time it was a little different because i felt like i had like a snapshot of time that i wanted to portray and i wrote a lot so this time i kind of wrote a lot and got a lot of my emotions or i guess what was in my head out on paper first Mm -hmm. probably 20 pages that just 20 pages yeah yeah that just was a a snapshot of my life i would say a year and a half of the past year and a half um you know since from april and i wrote down and tried my hardest to remember every single fluctuation of emotion or different life change that i went through in that time and write it on paper and those kind of turned into songs so i would i would you know maybe write some a feeling and i would say okay in this time period I was feeling this and that would really lead to like some lyrics and then I would play around with those lyrics so this is the first time I ever went from lyrics to to music yeah you can definitely hear that in your songs too like also in the names like grass spot like right yeah, yeah it says like we we're sitting at wind and sea and stuff like yeah you can yeah. totally tell it's it's a, like a moment in time yeah like yeah a, mo- a lot of it was trying to portray certain moments and as weird as it sounds 
you know, you want certain people to feel a certain way. And I wanted people to feel like, even if those weren't their snapshots in time that they could be like, you know, they could relate to having those times and then those times kind of not being there anymore. Um, so this album was, it was different. It was different songwriting process because I really wanted to capture a moment of like nostalgia and, the songwriting process really came from like words first and feelings first, not chord progressions. Mm-hmm. It came from words and writing things down. And then it led into really just shaping the chords into what I had written down for, for, for vocal or for lyrics really. Yeah. To me, that's a really cool way to write. It's a hard um, way to write. I feel very like hard. Too. Yeah. I was going to say like, but it came out, it came out super good, I think. And like, um, cause me, like, I usually write the chords and then like everybody usually does, they go into the lyrics and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you have like your demo lyrics when you're listening to it and you just kind of hum on top Mm -hmm. of it or whatever. Yeah. This time was way different. And I found myself kind of going, you know, going back to like when I I was studying really hard and, and I didn't have time. I really did not have time to make music. So I would study and do everything. And then I would start to write songs in my, bed or at night at like one in the morning and so this time period was like very like sleepless nights for him because i felt like i needed to do this right now or else i was going to lose those feelings right Uh right now i don't think i could write the same thing that i did back then yeah so i didn't like it was hard to stay motivated like during that time with school like with all the pressure of school and then re-wanting to get all these emotions out and capture that year and a half was it hard to stay motivated during then yeah, I think it's it's it was hard to say focused, I think. Focused. was like the thing. Yeah. I was so motivated to get this stuff out. And I was so not get it out and release it and rush it, but get these feelings on paper before I didn't feel that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Um so that really I didn't really lose motivation. I just didn't have enough felt like I didn't have enough time. And that kind of led to me <laughs> staying up late and working yeah. on it because it was just like a labor of like love. Like I really needed to do it. And it wasn't, oh, man, I'm going to, man, I, I, oh, man, I'm done with homework. I have to get on and of make course. this song. Like I was looking forward to midnight where I just shut off everything and focused only on that. And that was like for a month or so was just me doing that every night. Well, to me, whenever an artist is writing an album, like we all have this like, this image in our head of what we want it to be or what they want it to be. And like, so did it come out as you imagined it as you thought it would? That's great. Yeah. Um, I think that it's really hard to do that because or hard to say that because when, when you start off initially, you obviously have a way different, vision in your head and some of the songs yeah. just went a completely different direction once i got them yeah out. once once it just went from vocals and guitar to a whole the whole orchestration of things things just took a way different turn and sometimes for the better too so i would say that it might not have been exactly what i wanted to get out i think initially in the beginning i wanted it to be like a linear story i wanted the first song i wanted the first song to be you know, the first events and then every song after that be in chronological order. So sort of like 
sort of like a concept you know you start yeah, a concept album. yeah yeah so the album you know it was linear like it was a story from the beginning and then at the end was the end of the story yeah and i feel like it didn't turn out like that so i would say in that respect no it didn't turn out the way i wanted to mm-hmm. but the way it turned out where it's kind of like these different broken up snapshots i think worked out i i i, I wouldn't do it i don't think i would do it a different way now yeah if that, i agree mm-hmm. i i know what you're saying too with uh like the chronological order of songs going down i still think that you have songs that are in grouped like they're grouped together like you can listen to like two or three songs in a row and you can be like oh well that was this moment in time and yeah it yeah. kind of evolves and stuff yeah like, at least that's what i get when i listen to it mm-hmm. yeah and that's yeah what I hear. initially you know the first track i mean if we're able to go into tracks and yeah stuff. of course so yeah the first track is just an instrumental and so was the last one so those were kind of trying to lead into the story and exit the story but then yeah so the first second track grass spot was supposed to be the initial you know first what when i wanted the, the story to start and then it was supposed to kind of go chronologically with that but I, I found like once i was putting tracks together i was rearranging them reordering them and like the lyrics really weren't portraying the story linearly which is totally fine now yeah but in the beginning, yes, I did want it to be a linear story, and it didn't turn out that way. So it didn't quite go as long, as how I imagined it. But it's 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 a very hard thing to do, right? Yeah, yeah. but it, I, I I still I still think that I I did what I wanted to do with it. Yeah. So what was your story in the album really about? Like, what was the story that you wanted to portray? Was it was it something that happened in real life? Was it something that like the moment in time in your life that you wanted to capture? Yeah. Yeah. So. So I I think that like going back to how songs make you feel a certain way, I think the reason they make you feel that way is because songs have the power to kind of suck you back into a certain place in time. Exactly when you hear a song, it can take you it can make you feel a way that you felt two years ago. Yeah. And that's crazy. That's the to nostalgia. Me. You of can't it. That's exactly what you wanted to capture. Right. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to capture really. So this period of my life was i would say the most dynamic a lot of things were happening um i was feeling probably the most emotions that i had and i think that looking back on it it almost made me feel like not to say like a lot but made me feel this insane feeling of nostalgia and i can't i couldn't explain it it's almost you know, something that you don't feel on a daily basis. I would think about this past year of a and a half in my life from sophomore year in college to about the start of my senior year. You know, I was in a relationship and a, a pretty serious relationship. And when all of that ended, I would look back on those things and it would give me such a strong feeling of nostalgia. And that's really, really like what I was writing about so yeah it was yeah. real life and the things i was writing in the songs really real occurrences and the really just times that i think about that make me feel this cr- it's like a head rush pretty much it's, yeah i don't that's the best way i can describe it is and that's what i'm trying to figure out through my music is is what are these these feelings or emotions and why is music able to kind of suck you back there so yeah the the songs were all about real occurrences a lot of the lyrics are kind of abstracted some of them are playing out like this happened we're doing this we were here yeah i felt this during you know some <laughs> of them are like, some I, are like yeah very uh straightforward direct yeah that's yeah. The word direct yes. yeah yeah they're they're like 
you know, I felt this way at this time and we were doing this. But mm-hmm. then some, t- some of them are very, very, I would say, abstracted, very kind of the meaning is sort of hidden. Um, and I think that those might be times that feel a little bit stronger for yeah. me and I, uh, or maybe times that I have harder time putting into words. Um, so the meaning behind the album, I would say, uh, you know, would just be that nostalgic head rush feeling that you get from a time that you had in your life that you'll mm-hmm. never be able to repeat again. And thinking yeah. about never being able to be in that feeling, have those feelings again. Yeah. Never being able to replicate that year or however long it was, was really what I was trying to get across with the album, honestly. That's very heavy. Yeah. And I, I which I feel a lot of yeah. music process. I think that is too. Yeah. Especially with, um, like for me, the style of your album is very um, emotional mm-hmm. and very fluctuating with each song like the sounds yeah and that's like leading into my next question for you which is um like what genre would you say your music is because i know you labeled it sometimes as dream pop Mm -hmm. but um i feel like there's a lot of psychedelic it's very hard to put like like pinpoint it you know right i am very so yeah going back to the influences i feel like subconsciously i'm very influenced by all the psychedelic stuff that i and not in any sense relating it to drug culture. When I say psychedelic, oh, yeah, I definitely mean just the feelings I've been describing right now. That feels psychedelic to me. Mm-hmm. The nostalgia and those things feel very psychedelic to me. And I do feel like that comes out in my chord progressions. I feel like my chord progressions or certain parts of my music or certain textures try to give off this feeling where you could be looking out a window and thinking about some of these past times in your life and that would be the music that would be in the background yeah and i think so if you really want want, the reason i say pop is because i do have some popular influence in my music where you know i do try to make things kind of structured as pop some of the songs are just verse chorus verse chorus verse very pop of course some of them are so out there so it's really hard to constrain it to and, you know, I'm not very good at listing genres, but I would definitely say there's a lot of psychedelic influence and not in, you know, once again. Yeah, the way you explain Right, not in yeah, the, the, oh, you know, psychedelic <clears throat> rock back, you know, Pink Floyd kind of thing. I just, when I say psychedelic, I just mean such strong feelings that it feels, you know, yeah, psychedelic. Um, so I would definitely say a lot of psychedelic influence um, and a lot of, you know you could say indie it's just it is by nature it's independent it's i'm uh, making it on my own so i guess that kind of falls in that yeah this was all made in your bedroom huh right right yeah, yeah. so this was all this was all made in my my bedroom um which is kind of that's how a lot of people are doing right, a lot days. of people are doing these days Mostly, right almost everybody right well and, not almost you know what i mean though and yeah so so yeah i i I think that if I had to categorize it, I would definitely say it has a lot of psychedelic influence. A lot of what I listened to growing up was psychedelic. Um, And yeah, I just really, maybe even, you know. um, Like you said, when you're growing up listening to New Wave, I hear hear some New Wave influences in there and stuff. (laughs) I definitely do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely, yeah. So it's just, that's the thing. It's like, how am I, I didn't look at the album and, you know, I think a lot of artists, identify with what 
genre they they're best at i think that a lot of bands know this is the genre i am and i'm going to make music for this genre Mm -hmm. and i don't think that i've attempted to do that yet i don't think i've ever said i'm going to make this genre of song i've just kind of made whatever and then in retrospect been like yeah that sounds like psychedelic that Mm -hmm. sounds like the genre psychedelic rock or that sounds i mean if you look at like um like now everybody talks about him like he's big um but his music is constantly like evolved like tame impala Mm -hmm. kevin parker like like his music has always evolved like he's never been set in stone in what he's doing and some fans like don't like that and other people love it like i personally like it like seeing him change right like all these times and like i don't know exactly i feel like there shouldn't ever be like a confinement to an artist of what genre they should be in. Yeah, yeah, of course. And that's the thing is I feel if somebody's making music for a particular genre, then they're really kind of forcing their feelings into a certain, they're forcing their music into a certain mood. But like kind of the the, the example you gave, you know, some like me, I you could start off doing rock. Yeah. And then you could go into, you know, pop. I, I know you used to dabble around with some... Uh some electronic music right yeah yeah Yeah, you know and and i think that's just like as you grow as a person or as you grow up like things change and you express yourself differently and Mm. you might be super into like right now i think that i might be blinded by the whole psychedelic thing like i just want to feel crazy feelings for music right yeah but then as i get older i might appreciate more structured things more pop be more pop you know what i've started to get into is a lot of like samba music like old samba music yeah it's kind of strange because like like i grew up on rock like led zeppelin and then i went into like uh like in high school and like psychedelic rock like Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and i don't know it constantly keeps changing like you're right it's just depending on what feelings you want and some artists like like you were saying like they might get confined to um the genre they're in but also like sometimes that's the genre they're best at and that's the genre that best feels good for them right so that's they just keep making it like that you know right and then yeah 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 i can just think of bands that have that just did their own thing so for some reason right now i just think of the police they did their own thing but Mm -hmm. then they have these songs that are straight ska music yeah right so they did their and, and yeah, it's kind of what they were, but they were doing their own thing, and then they have songs that are just like they. I know they were trying to make that genre. Yeah. I know they were trying to fit to that genre. So I, I mean, to get back to the question, <laughs> right? I think that my album could just be defined as indie. It's independent. I did it on my own. It's kind of a general overarching term. Yeah, it is. But... Um, so it's kind of easy to put it into that. Of course. But I think some of the the sounds and the and the noises are psychedelic and retrospective. Yeah. But I don't want to just be confined to psychedelia and be like, oh, that's the only reason I make music. I think it just relates strongly to emotions. That's that's all really. So yeah, well, I thought it was a great album. I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank you. I think like whatever genre it is, it's it's really good. I appreciate it. I appreciate I'm a that. What am I like? I really want to know um, what's what's the future for you like? Are you gonna be um, playing like? Is there any plans to play live like promote this album live like maybe a live stream of just you like playing or um, even with a band because I know in San Diego they're starting to do outdoor concerts. Mm. Do you plan on getting anybody together to play these songs? Yeah, that's something I thought about. And now obviously once I'm done with these songs, there's certain songs that I would love to spend more time on 
to get people together with and practice particular songs. There's some songs that I would love to just not play and leave out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that if I, I would love to play live and I would love to get uh, people to learn the songs if they were interested in it and to play live. Um, obviously, we were in a weird released the album at a very weird time in 2020 and there's really no even if you you know had a band you can't it's not a whole lot of practicing going on not a whole whole lot of personal interaction going on um so i would say in the future yeah for the future i would love to go back to some songs that i love on the album because obviously, you know, there's some that I love and some that I don't really love so much anymore. <laughs> there's some that I would love to practice and perform live, yes. And yeah. I, I look forward to doing that. For now, I don't have any set plans because of what's happening. Yeah, Obviously not really very, knowing a lot of it's other very musicians. Up in the air. Right. Yeah. It's very, really hard to meet people right now. Right, like, yeah. To be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So, so I think my first, I think that this album was really kind of a step in the right direction towards that mm-hmm. i think it was great i think it was great for me as for experience and i think that i'll start to love my music more and more um but when i look back on this album i could only see a select few that i would want to promote or perform live yeah and i which is like all albums they have singles that come out before the albums that of they course, think are, yeah. would be more popular and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah i would love to pick out maybe four of the songs that I really like and and practice them and, and, you know, perform them. And I just think that I need to outreach a little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do right now. Like you said, everything's up in the air. Yeah. Right. It's right. really like shows are very iffy. There's only a few going around, you know. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, to go, to go back to kind of the performer versus producer – mentality i think that i definitely thrive when i am structuring things perfectly by myself in my room i don't see myself as a performer i've never enjoyed playing for people not because i don't want to play for them but because (laughs) i i get really nervous and I, I I, and that's something you know obviously every musician has to get over i just find myself more comfortable putting my my ideas exactly how I see them rather than exposing myself freely to somebody for them to judge in that point in time. If I could, you know, if it went bad or went good. Yeah. Um, well, playing for people, like you said, is kind of hard for you. Was it hard for you to put out the album? Yeah, I, yeah. I really was. Cause I, you know, I think a lot of artists have this imposter syndrome where I think everybody goes through it where they don't, think any you know you've listened to the same songs you've been making thousands of oh, times yeah. and at the end you're like wow I, I really don't know if I'm confident in this and I don't want to put or I don't think I, I don't feel like an artist right now you know I think that a lot everybody kind of goes through that so it was kind of a, a weird thing to come out with something like this for the first time and and show it to people that was definitely an obstacle I had to overcome excuse me no it's all good um yeah listening to it like at the end when you're finished and listening to those songs again and again has to be the hardest part right because you keep finding things and keep finding things but then if there's some point you have to just 
like let go of those things mm-hmm. and be like, okay, well, I'm done. I'm gonna release it now. Yeah, yeah. Because so you could keep working forever on course. the same project. Yeah. And I think it's important to understand where you need to cut it off. I think that if I was still working on those same things, I would not be motivated because I to be honest, I don't feel the same things that I did in that time. So Yeah, definitely. You I, have to do it when you're feeling those mm-hmm. things. So releasing the album was definitely scary for me. I think obviously my friends are very accepting of it, but the and I'm not afraid of people's opinions from the outside world. I just sometimes I question my, you know, I think everybody kind of has that imposter syndrome in the beginning. And I think that as you mm-hmm do like anything in life you do things more and more then it just gets easier and easier so i i expect the next time that i do it to be 50 percent easier easier, you know um i wouldn't say way easier but it's kind of just like anything in life you do it five or six times and it's gonna get easier the fifth or sixth time once you've been through it once you kind of know what to look for yeah exactly exactly and so i think that it's been just an amazing learning experience and and releasing it I'm glad I, I, I did. I'm super glad I did, and I learned a lot from it, and I think that it's going to really help me that as I continue on. And I, I know you know you're going to ask if <laughs> I'll continue in music. and Yeah, yeah. I definitely think, of, of course, you know, I, of course I will. I, I don't think that anybody who's just making music to make it and not making it to be big. And so that's the thing is that I'm not upset if I'm not – number one on a chart or if i'm not recognized as on a huge scale as i'd like to yeah, if it's just local right if it's even if it starts out as local san diego i think anybody who makes music for that reason just to make it will always continue to do music yeah. because you know you're not making something seeing if people like it and then going oh they didn't like that man I'm, i give up i'm not you know i'm not worried about that i'm more worried about am i portraying my what i wanted to correctly and is this going to relate to people are people going to be able to relate to it and are they going to feel something from it is really what it is i don't want to be popular but i want there to be people if i just knew that there were some people out there that i had no connection to right that's really what the motivation is is people that i don't know listen to it and they no, they understand. Yeah, and, and they, they can get relate that to feeling. It. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That they feeling. can relate to it. Right, and that's really what. That's exactly why I'll continue to make music because even if it's one person, yeah, even course. if it's just you, you can or affect anybody. People. Right, right. Even mm-hmm. if it's just any one person, even if it's just my friends that enjoy listening to it, and they're like, you know, it puts them in a certain place. I think that's worth it, and I think that's enough to make me make music forever honestly i really i really do that's a really hard mentality to have too because a lot of people aren't like that some people are just doing it to um to like right. see where it can take them and some people do it like i don't know right it's you worth know I mean, mentioning though. too is that you know music isn't my what i'm i'm not studying exactly yeah you're doing electrical engineering right uh yeah yeah i'm doing electrical and computer engineering yeah um, which you know in a lot of aspects goes hand in hand with a lot of the signal processing and the you know, well, audio you engineering. Me, yeah, you right. have some people that are making like a synthesizer right. in school. Like, exactly. That's a lot insane. of the audio engineering is really hand in hand. So I, I pretty much, you know, couldn't have picked a different path that related more to music. But I do think, you know, I don't, it's not what I study. And I think that it's hard for people to get over the idea of being popular, being, 
successful because that's what they're you know that's yeah. what they're they're studying and that's i think that's important too i think it's important that the people who are studying it and making it their lifestyle have that drive to somewhat be successful you know yeah i just don't have that expectation for myself because i'm just i'm just gonna do it of course regardless of if i'm popular not, yeah you know definitely. really i think everybody is but I, mm-hmm. I think there is some extra pressure you know if you yeah. are studying it and i can personally say that there is right like, right like there's more of a drive to uh yeah of course to like be popular in that scene but at the same hand like you also get man i would say 40 more hours a week to work on music which is amazing yeah, you're that's exactly. that's what you're because that's what i'm doing yeah so i'm studying that's how it goes right like, yeah. exactly so so i but i i think that those people if they didn't have such a pressure they took the experiences i'm going to school and learning as much as i can about you know theory and anything possible that production anything that i can about music to make myself better like everything is about making yourself better i don't think mm-hmm. i think if most people got over the pressure of i'm not popular now then the and just worked towards like I'm going to be better or I'm going to work at being better over the course of years, then that's really I think that's that'll keep people making music. Oh, yeah. I think that'll like, keep them coming back for will, making definitely. music. Yeah. So one last question, um, off the album, you got to pick. What's your favorite song? Uh, so you know that's changed a lot in the yeah. beginning. I, in the beginning, I had some songs that I was in my head said this is the one like this is i i I can't believe i made this this is the song that i everything i was feeling inside is right on this song on the money and now then i think uh, those same songs don't have that same effect on me now and it's kind of flip-flop the ones that kind of snuck under the radar Mm -hmm. are the ones that i enjoy a lot more now so one of them on the album that i really enjoy listening to now is one time daydream that's my favorite one. The end, as well. the ending part has not of a, a, a particularly structured. It's not a structured song. No, the song is very unique. It has, and that's what I love yeah. about it. The ending is my favorite too. And I think that's why it makes it my favorite is because it's like a, an experience to me still. Now I it has a chorus and a verse that are completely different, and it goes into a whole different song that is more like when you listen to it from beginning to end, like these feelings I've been trying to portray, it's more like an, an experience rather than uh, a hit tune that you really like. It's like I <laughs> yeah. listen to it to get that experience out of it. It's at the start, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm excited to hear this. You know, So mm-hmm. I would definitely say that song for sure um, is probably on the top of my list right now. Um, just because on it, it does make me feel exactly how i did when i wrote it too yeah when i was singing it and when i sing along to it i i feel very strongly about that song um other than that i would say one that i am loving right now that i would love to work on more meaning i would like to maybe portray it in a live setting or perform it like we were talking about would be airport theme Uh, that's that's another one that's another one that really hits hard to me um and just the mu- the instrumentation and the the music i really like in it too is one uh, one of my favorite melodies on top of chords if we're going back to that um, yeah so i definitely say those ones it's definitely changed but um those right now are currently my favorite and who knows i don't know if it'll change or yeah definitely def- when's the last time you listened to the thing 
Um, I would say probably last week. I try not to listen to it a lot because when I want, I listen to it, I want to. It, you don't to almost get worn be fresh, out. right? Yeah, I almost like want it to be fresh, kind of. And I felt like when I was writing all these songs, they're so different because you're listening to them over and over. But now I'm at a point where I don't remember them. Mm-hmm. Really, I I don't genuinely remember every nook and cranny of them because it's been so long. So I'll listen to them and kind of re re explore these things. Like, oh, I remember, I can't, I forgot about that. I forgot about this. Um, so I I usually listen to it in my car when I'm driving. Yeah, that's when I listen to it too. Right. I listened to it yesterday, like front to back. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's thank great. You, I listen it. to it a lot. Thank um, you, thank you. I have a few that. friends that do too. Thank you. So. I really appreciate that. And that that's it. That's enough. So for I mean, me. yeah, exactly. You're definitely affecting people out there. You affect me all the time with with your music. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. I think you should keep going. I appreciate that. Like definitely. Yeah, and that's going. that's literally one person's, uh, you know, opinion on that is enough to make me want to do it more and more really <laughs> honestly it really is yeah. that's that's all, uh, one person saying that is enough to keep me coming back for more <laughs> there we go <laughs> well awesome Corey. thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for doing this interview it's awesome talking to you and yes uh, thank you so much for having me thanks for letting me ramble on about <laughs> <laughs> psychedelia emotions yeah, yeah. things that you know the, the typical things they probably sound very redundant but thank you so much for letting me speak on oh, yeah. it was great some of my you. feelings and uh what i got out with the album and i appreciate it of course thank you for being here